You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's True Blood After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's True Blood After Show. (laughs) Ooh, we get the theme music again. I love those. Yes. I'm not going to sing it, I promise. Hey guys, Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another True Blood wrap-up. Epi- I'm sorry, season five, episode eight, Somebody I Used to Know. I am Jenna Bush here with... Hello everybody, I'm Yerman Gurr. And I'm JC Bacon Rubio. Oh, bacon. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be talking about bacon a little bit later on the show. No, we won't. Okay, no, we... JC's oh all over the place. He's sniffing people. What is he's, think- he's channeling his inner werewolf. Okay, yep. I did it. I'm sorry. Yeah, you had to. Don't, I'm back. I, I, was, saw, I saw you look at my shoulder. You were about, and to, you were about, again. You were about to go for the shoulder, and you're like, uh, uh, no. I was gone last week, so I'm happy to be back. And welcome, I'm, welcome I'm back. I'm going to be double trouble, and I'm literally going to just wolf out right now. Wolf it. Okay. Teen wolf it All out. All right, so the last week you were doing pelvic thrust by my ear, and this week you're smelling him. I mean, the week before last. Wow, you do remember everything. Yeah. I do. Wow. Well, that's think, hard to forget. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. All right. <laughs> Let's jump right in. Let's jump right in. All right. I, I have the authority up first, but I kind of want to save that one. Sure. Okay. So let's start with the fairies. Better, worse? <sighs> Where do we start with the fairies? Actually, I don't know if this is from the book. I was talking to a friend of mine who's read all the books, and when they did the chant, you know, when they were trying to recall Sookie and yeah. just everything that happened to her parents, I believe they called it ectoplasmic reconstruction. Wow. That is from the book. Did we next- just get Ghostbusters just then with did the ectoplasmic? Do you guys remember Ecto Cooler? Oh, yeah. High C, green oh, high yeah. C with yeah. Slimer on the... F- Sorry. No. Um, yeah, it was awesome. So- <laughs> <laughs> okay, wow. Yeah, I do, I think. I'm, I'm, I'm learning yes. something new every... I've been here... Two minutes, and I've already learned about You ecto- learned about high C. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ecto-cooler. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, here's what I think. I think that I am less angry about the fairies this week. Yeah. Really? Yes. Um, they let Claude speak, which was nice. <laughs> which is um, nice to see him form words. We saw Claudette, who had a line, and they made this big deal, I know I've said this before, about casting her before the season started, and she like, hasn't been around, and we're on episode eight. Um, so she actually spoke, and now we have the mystery of creepy vampire, whose name I wrote down but can't remember. Wallow. Wallow. Warlow. Warlow? I, I thought it was Wallow as well, but I think we just weren't catching the, the rolled R in the British accent, and, and okay. Suki said it was Warlow. Okay. Okay, who is Warlow? That's what I want to know. It's not from the books, right? No, not no. that I can recall. So we've definitely veered from the from the path. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, guys, before I forget, 
Make sure you guys go to iTunes. Oh, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And make sure you rate us really nicely, please, because we love you very much. Um, make sure you subscribe. Um, tell your friends and tweet us and call in for the show today. If you guys, like, so if that guy is in the books and I've just totally forgotten and blanked on it, let us know. Um, but, yeah, they, they didn't they didn't bother me. No. And for all of us geek fans that like the superhero superpowers thing, we actually got, for the first time, a reasonable explanation of at least something that these fairies can do that's a cool power right. you know they can harken back and they can reconnect with pe- people's energies and they can or the energy of the universe actually from what i understand right okay yeah. i had a little trouble with that scene actually with the re- you know recreation recreating her parents death right hmm. how how did Suki still see what happened after her mom died because she said that she was seeing it through her mom well she was first seeing it through her mom and then she switched into the vampire and so she uh, that's yeah. and that's what they can't figure out because right. they don't know why she's not she shouldn't be able to do that so is it bill I don't think it's Bill. I think Bill probably would have felt too guilty when he used to be a nice person, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't. I, I don't think he would have been able to to hide that. Um, but I, I think I, I think this is probably somebody new that we don't know. Because I didn't recognize the jawline unless I'm completely I was, off. That's weird. I was doing the exact same thing. I was, yeah. I was looking really closely at that jawline. Yeah. Thinking, who? I don't, but I couldn't place it either. I know. At first, I was like, is it going to be one of the usual suspects? Is uh-huh. it going to be Russell? Is it right. going to be? But I mean, what would Russell need to hunt on the could, road for? Could they conceivably bring someone totally new at this point? Or is that well, just one, one too many? Considering how many storylines we have going True, but that's why, why I'm asking. Like, is, I guess. Well, what'd you guys think about that? Too many story like tonight. I yeah, know, t- tonight it was, was directed by Steven. Stephen Moore directed the episode, right? Uh-huh. And see, I actually thought I actually liked it. Oh, I, I like th- the episode. And I like the direction. I just think at this point there are so many storylines going on that you're like, Wait, I got to take notes whether I'm doing a show like this or not. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. But don't you think out of all the episodes, like let's say even last week's, I didn't think they gave Terry enough time. Right. Terry and the Freet storyline was so short, and this week had such a balance. There were so many storylines. I don't know how he did it, but. I thought he did a great job giving each storyline its its due. Right. He really, he really balanced well, it out. You know what? Let's let's move on to that because that was a really interesting. We'll start with Lafayette because um, I wondered how long they were going to keep up the lip thing because that's uh-huh. that's a lot of makeup. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I I like that Jesus is finally back. It was something I was kind of hoping would happen earlier sure. in the mm-hmm. season because I love him and they're so cute. <laughs> I just have to kill him off. Um, but I thought that was kind of cool and I I love old Lafayette back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> favorite yeah. scene. That was my favorite scene of the episode uh, of the episode for some reason. Throughout all the chaos, it was just this a quiet, short, beautiful scene between the two of them in yeah. admiss of all the the chaos. Yeah. Yeah, they've been doing that a few times here in the season, and, and it's been really nice to see those little interludes kind yeah. of sneak in every once in a while to break up the frantic note-taking that we're all doing, know, just right? to be able to keep up with, as we said, all the storylines that have been thrown out at this point. It's nice to all of a sudden be like, ah, repose, yeah. rep- you know, like repose, and then, and we're back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I thought the medium thing was fun. I <laughs> liked him shaking his bracelets. That was just, <laughs> that was fantastic. It was very Psychic fantastic. Friends Network. It yeah. was, it totally was. But it, he owned that scene as well as even just a scene where he's like you know I'm I'm about to go smoke a blunt and and, and business about to get booming just everything he says he does it he's just a phenomenal actor very very natural it's I never I I buy everything he does oh yeah I love him I love you okay I've I've got a little tweet here from Hmm. Temporal Death yes excellent he said Claude and Warlow were doing the dirty that or she's his mommy Uh that's his theory on it huh Okay. Just some food for thought. Interesting, interesting. interesting. All okay. right. 
We will. I. I mean, I have no. I don't even feel like I can speculate. On, yeah, that's the on thing. I'm complete. That that one came out of left field for me. I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah, I. You know, it's funny. I. I don't know. Correct me if, if this sounds weird to you guys. I just don't feel like I. I care who killed her parents. <laughs> you know, really? okay. it just seems like. Um, uh, just another crazy storyline to throw in. It's like, don't, can't we just wrap up the ones we have? Yeah. Right, because you know? for the first four seasons, we gloss upon it in the beginning and throughout slightly, but it wasn't a big heavy theme throughout the whole series. And right. for it now to come back all of a sudden, you know, I do like Jason's passion about it, though. For I some, love Jason. Yeah. And, well, I'm wondering why they're... I'm wondering why they needed to add yet another element. I mean, Suki, the whole Stackhouse family already has an established kind of, I don't know what you want to call it, history with the vampire world. Right. They have connections. They're they're on again, off. They love them. They hate them. So that is that relationship has already been established. And we already get that they're from a fairy background. Right. So now I'm just wondering why they're adding yet another element of why they're connected. Because we're just, we've been buying that they are up until now. And now it's all of a sudden, oh, well, there was a vampire in their history. Oh, well, the the parents are fairies. And it just seems like yet another reason to just continue, like just extra scenes. And I'm just trying to figure out why we're being given even more information that doesn't necessarily add to tensions that were already there for me personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like Suki hasn't, Weirdly enough, been given that much this season. It's mm-hmm. in fact, Suki has been probably the least visible of everybody mm-hmm. yeah. um, outside of maybe Terry, and, and we still got his big scene. Sure. So it is sort of, it's sort of maybe they just needed to do something with her. Is it because of her pregnancy, perhaps? Could be. They, they, they were writing around it. I mean, it depends when she, because I guess she was supposed to be. Uh, Todd Lowe had said in an interview that she would be due right around season six, season so the beginning six. of season okay. six. Okay. So, and I know they had to do a lot of body cover with her. I so, see. Um, it's possible. It's possible that they threw that in there. It's possible that they already had it. But either way, I don't know. It just seems like you can't just tie her into the other stories. You know, give her something else that we got to remember. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, and guys, please, if you disagree with me, tell me. Tell me what you think. It's not that I dislike Suki. It's just that I don't. <laughs> particularly like this storyline but you know what maybe it'll be great maybe it'll be great I, yeah, this is I just mean, the beginning of it like he, like JC keeps saying everything they throw on everything for a reason there's always some reason why they throw elements in and maybe they really do have this ridiculously overarching mm-hmm. synthesis yeah. of this whole thing that's going to come together we're all going to mm-hmm. just our jaws are going to drop at the end of this thing and go oh I get it right. maybe that's possible yeah it certainly is and also I don't know if you guys have read recently but Gran is going to be back in some form hmm. so maybe this may be part of that storyline possibly but yeah. I like Gran Gran yeah. is great Gran was awesome. I did, was a great character. She's coming back? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. How did that slip through my cracks? Ah! <laughs> no, because I knew she came back in season four, and then... Yeah. Okay, so... No, but she'll be back this season. At least that's, this is what I've read, so... Right. Usually that means that's when all the blankety-blank hits the fan. Uh-huh. She comes to kind of save the day. Oh, yeah. Like at the end of last season, so... Yeah. Um, well, she should come along, because there's some blankety-blank thrown around all over the uh, place in these episodes. I'm just like, oh my god, that's I forgot about that. That's right. And it's just crazy. Yeah. One scene after another. Yeah, and I mean, it all it all does fit in with the, the theme of the season, which is progeny and, mm-hmm. and all of that. Um, so, speaking of progeny, Pam... And Tara. Awesome. So brilliant. Okay, Pam's line. Yeah, please. My mad face and my happy face are the same. That's right. <laughs> love that. I That's love right. that. That was fantastic. I needed a Pam line. It had been like a few weeks since we had a little Pam. That's oh, right. yeah. Yeah. No. All right. So how much did we love that? Because when she came over and tried to calm Tara down, I was like, you really? You're going to get let this woman get away with saying uppity? Really? Like, mm-hmm. come on. Even you can't be that gross. Mm-hmm. And I love how she handled it. They've got I love a it. really great dichotomy now. Like she, you know, she 
constantly puts, well, she gets, I guess she keeps Tara on her toes but it's really nice to you know in public she's the boss and then when you least expect it like five seconds later she'll do something really compassionate and wonderfully motherly like protective and like okay okay so that's that's where pam that's where true pam is the other thing is just a facade yeah okay yeah. with that said i she's done that a few times this season yeah. you know with pam and tara but what does it mean in the big in the overall scope of the show what you know what does their relationship have to how does it fit into what's going on this season i know you're saying about you know progeny and whatnot but i mean Beyond that, the wars, the the things going on with the f- possible the fairies, the vampires, what does it really have to do with it? For me, this storyline, I'm not feeling it, and I, I really? I'm not feeling it right I now. I love this. You know what? The, I think the thing that I like about it is that it made me actually like Tara because mm-hmm. I have never been a fan of Tara, and I know okay. there are a number of you out there who agree it's just the the whiny thing, and I like seeing her not whine. And it's kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like yeah. seeing her powerful because she's actually a really good actress. And I like I like what she's doing this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I kind of like seeing Pam go from just being a sidekick mm-hmm. into an actual character because Pam's always been great. She's always had the great lines. She's right. been really funny, but she's been secondary to Eric. And having Eric off doing his own storyline, I think, was really it's really cool to see Pam turn into a real character with depth, with a history and with the ability to change, which is something like she's been the same through all of the yeah. seasons and now she's something different yeah and I kind of think yeah. that's cool I totally agree with you I think Tara, Tara to me is much more uh, fun to watch as an angst ridden vampire than she was an angst ridden human yeah um, there's I guess maybe a little bit less of that whiny component you just mentioned now it's like that anger kind of feeds into her being a kind of a re- rebellious rebellious uh, vampire having said that my my take on it is that this really does a little bit for me tie into this over you know like this big theme that they're doing now where um vampires are trying to view you know there's that uh what do you call battle between viewing them as food versus you know people you share the planet with obviously pam does not necessarily protect humans uh the way i don't know bill might because as far as she's concerned she'll just glamour somebody give her to tear and be like okay have fun so she's a little more dismissive about that, which might tie into the fact that she, when it comes time to choose sides, Pam, I think you'd mentioned this actually a yeah. few episodes back. Like, it was, I know exactly what scene it was. Right. It was the scene where she was waking Tara up and brought yes. Melody over. I can't believe I remember her name. Yeah. That's weird. Um, but brought her over and said, they're here to feed us. Yes. So she does sound like a sanguinista. Uh-huh. So it really will be interesting to see what side she chooses. Also, will it make a difference the side that Eric's on? Because though she's not like he he has repudiated I can't even think of the word he's repudiated yeah yeah, right. yeah repudiated. Repudiated. wow <laughs> a long day um, <laughs> but he repudiated her and but she still loves him so yeah. will she go with the sanguinistas because she doesn't really care about humans that much or will she go with Eric and that's the point I want to know what's next I, I, you know well, I've seen the, the the Pam Tara thing you know you know. Pam showing her softer side. We've seen that a few times. Yeah. Let's move them on. Let's yeah. move them on to their to the bigger mission yeah. at hand. That's a really interesting point you came up with. And I didn't think of it until just now when I thought, you know, as, if, if we ever do predictions like in the midst of the show, that that's interesting to see if that is something that they play with. The fact that Eric becomes someone who develops a little more of a, I don't know what you want to call it, conscience, but his world crumbles because of obviously what's going on between him and Nora is now is now crumbling slowly um, obviously him and Pam he had to disavow her. I don't know maybe that will become something that maybe they will choose opposite sides even his buddy Bill you know it, it, to, to move a little bit forward in the episode we'll get to that but even Bill and him are kind of having differences of opinion possibly although it's you know there might be underlying motives there but 
That would be interesting to see if Eric's world starts changing on him. And Roth has been calling that for weeks. I remember she always mm-hmm. said yeah. what side are you know uh, Bill and Pam, I mean uh, Eric and Pam are going to fall on if they're going to split. They're going to go different ways. So. Yeah. Maybe I hope I hope I love us speculating on stuff because it makes it so much more interesting. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Oh, you want to speak about interesting? I'm going to get to the to your favorite part of the show because I know how much you've been waiting for this, Please. guys. If you want to buy something from Amazon, make sure you go to AfterBuzz TV. Click on the Amazon banner. It'll take you right back to Amazon. It just takes a second, and we get goodies so we can bring you more goodies. Um, and as we know, I generally drunk purchase. Yes. Um, and you know. Um, I bought some things for everybody last week, some bacon chocolate and bacon lip balm on Amazon. And JC wasn't here, so I delivered his today. And I'd just like to put this out there. JC would like to be the spokesperson for bacon. (laughs) I really do. It's really on my bucket list. I'm not kidding. I really hope that didn't melt in my car because it might have. Actually, you know what? A little bit dead. A little bit dead. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was so, going to apply it on the show. Oh, my and, God. Oh, yeah, look. Oh, a little oh, melting. Oh. A little melting. Still going to smell like it's bacon. It's melting bacon. <laughs> I just applied the bacon lip balm that you got on Amazon. Thank you. You're welcome. That is awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Now my hands smell like bacon. <laughs> but don't you want to be the spokesperson for bacon? Shouldn't you smell I, like bacon all the time? That's true. You do have I a d- bacon-esque aroma. Nice. Oh, the bacon. Are you... You're smelling. Oh my hands. god! That's all right. We need to move on. Yeah, let's move on. You want to eat let's that chocolate? It. All right. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about just since we were talking about stuff in the club. Hmm. Let's talk about Hoyt and Jessica. Um, I kind of, I kind of love this storyline because I when they well as we've spoken about this before, mm-hmm. but when Hoyt went into that group, that hate group, I was like, really, Hoyt, yeah. really. Come on. Yeah. It's, I know he has eyeliner and he's really, really pissy right now. But I'm sorry. He's not going to go and hang out with a hate group. He's Hoyt. Yeah. That's yeah. ridiculous. Did anyone buy that line? Did anyone buy that storyline? No. Po- no. No. <laughs> no not at so. all. Not at all. I I mean, I could see him like talking to them at a club, but I certainly couldn't see him sticking around with them and then kidnapping Jessica. Like That's, that's ridiculous. And yeah. I don't know. Did you guys catch who that was hitting on her in the club? Because I didn't. The guy uh, who yeah, took it was the guy. Yeah, that took I know, her. I know who it was, but I mean, when I was watching it at first, I didn't. Yes, I uh, didn't realize it. Well, I f- I figured it it might be it, but I, yeah, I didn't. It was, I totally it was just a didn't hunch. get it. Yeah, I totally didn't get it. But anyway, um, but I I, I like this storyline. I've I've liked the storyline since last season. I I think it's real. I mean, sometimes things like that happen. Like you fall out of love with someone, and I I thought that whole triangle with with Hoyt and Jessica and Jason mm-hmm. was real, and I thought it was probably the most poignant of all the storylines last hmm. year. Um. I, I do believe that he would save her, though. Now, yeah, so it's like Hoyt's back again. Yeah, you guys agree? Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Well, I mean, I, I think I was theorizing that he was trying to infiltrate that group, but I was wrong on that account. But I, I did like the fact that he did end up on Team Jessica in the end of it, and I thought that Even was a really hates her. yeah. But it, the, but the thing is, that was a really nice. Uh, I mean, as real as it can be between a vampire and a human, that was a really nice way of them kind of putting closure on their relationship. He's like, "Are you sure it can never happen?" Yes, I am. That was to me that was real, and it was an interesting way for them to just kind of. You know, part ways. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jessica's acting. In the, I mean, just the way I see it, as as a typical teenager. I mean, yeah. she's going out. She's finding her sexuality. She's hooking up with guys. She's seeing what kind of power she has over them. Uh-huh. Right. And it's you know, and then she sort of falls in love, but it doesn't work like this. She's totally a teenager. I'm gonna be Debbie Downer. Oh, what are you gonna do? Did I just get you bacon? Uh, you did, but you know, <laughs> I got two weeks of two blood, in, true blood in me to talk about here, and I have to say. I'm missing the surprises. 
I'm, I almost, and here's the thing, I love Jessica to death. This, I knew it wouldn't happen, but what if he would have just turned in? What if he would have shot Jessica? I'm missing, <gasps> I, I do, no, believe me, she's one of my favorite characters. Okay. On the, but what I'm saying is, that I'm missing, the, it was predictable. It was predictable that he was going to, he, was, he wasn't going to join the hate group. It was mm-hmm. predictable that he wasn't going to hurt Jessica. You Good know, point. Yeah. I, I want, I, I want something, to, I want those aha moments that we're like, oh no, like when Roman was off like two weeks ago, three mm-hmm. weeks ago, you know, I'm missing some more of that, and I, I'm not saying kill Jessica, but something. You know, give me something. That even, even that there, I'm just... Well, the question I think that uh, we, we definitely have to ask either both ourselves and the public, but so who was it that was in the truck that stops mm-hmm. for Hoyt and points the gun? I think I know. Do you? I have an idea. Tell Go. us your idea. Um, I think it's the deputy. The deputy? Really? Yes, because... Uh, Watching it, who who's who? What crazy this? Kevin? Yes, thank you, it was Kevin. I knew I was trying to remember if his name oh. was Kevin. Yeah, because Kevin's very high, guys. I'm very sweet. Hi, having a good time, everybody. <laughs> I do love his voice. But it is pretty good. But who has all this information on the shifters? Who would know how to find, let's say, um, Merlot's? You know, the, the shifters they killed a few weeks ago, and how do they know this? Who's tipping them off? There's got to be someone that knows who all the shifters are, and I think it could be a cop. I think it's someone on the inside. Uh-huh. And the mm-hmm. fact when they were describing, uh, you know, when they busted in on um, Hoyt and Jessica mm-hmm. and they were, you know, and Luna came in and she's like, smells like of a bad diet, Cheetos. Mm-hmm. And we all said we all thought the same thing. Yeah. Hoyt's mom. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm thinking Hoyt's mom, even the deputy, someone's that knows that's inside, you know, that knows these characters, that knows the people at Merlots, knows Sam, knows all these people. That's. That's what I'm waiting. I want. I want to find out. It's Maxine and Kevin. Well, Maxine I mean, Kevin, why would you throw that ang- angle to again? Once again, yet another thing. I'm like, wait, where's that? Gonna, how are they gonna? But I, like, that's constantly how I watch the show now. It's okay. So if it is Maxine, then okay. But she's not gonna hurt Hoyt. I mean, when right. they drove up, and I knew I was like, well, it kind of that would, that would be an interesting. I, I just don't know exactly how they'd bring that around. Is that a way to get Hoyt back into the game, so to speak? I think it was Kevin in the truck. Kevin in the truck. The but, yeah, because I don't, I don't think it was Maxine in the truck. I no. wouldn't be surprised to find out that she's part of it. Yes. Right. No, no. We're talking about, but, Ma- we're saying Maxine was part of the household. But, I mean, even if Kevin was in the truck, then what's his beef with Hoyt? Oh, just that he was with a vampire. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's going okay. along, to come along that somehow the vamps ended up killing one of his parents or something like that. Uh-huh. And that's why he's had this lifelong beef with the vamps and, and shifters and soups in general. Gotcha. Someone like right, that. Interesting. It's, interesting. It's hmm. a little, huh. little, uh, little scream. Uh, well, you know, it's funny because today when they had him sitting outside of Luna's hotel room, I was like, I mean, I knew something. As soon as he said, um, good night, Mr. Merlot, like... I was like, why are you calling him by name? Why, why are they giving you this line? What are you sitting out there for? I don't quite get it. I mean, I know he's protecting her, but I really don't quite get it, except that, unless they were setting it up. Yep. They're setting up something. So I did wonder about that when I saw Interesting. it. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't think, think about that, but and you're right. I, uh, I just want to get, I, I know I don't know if we're going to talk about Sam yet, but just I just love when he was running out of that hospital room. Oh, cause... yeah. We can actually move to Sam because I, all right, let's talk about butt. Um... <laughs> Asses. Um, d- there were a lot this week. Yeah. Um, How many butts I, did you count? Did you see um, Let's see. It saw Sam's once or twice. Um, oh, there were a lot of butts. Yeah, we saw all seed. Oh, yes, we did. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, <laughs> we had all seed and we had Sam mm-hmm. and we had um, Aunt Alcide's girly as mm-hmm. well. That's three. Oh, mm-hmm. that was good. Yeah. 
All right. Yeah, you guys can look at the boobs all you want. <laughs> we'll get into that later. But yep. no, but I wanted to more so talk about when Sam. Okay, you want to talk about the butts anymore? I don't want to talk about the butts just. Yet. I just want to talk about his, they're he, nice butts. They look oh like God. they work out. Yes, he they, just wants to talk about Sam. All right, talk about Sam and his butt. No, how awesome it was when he ran out and. Uh, he, Luna as Sam, and he was prancing. Oh my god, it was so Hilarious. brilliant! Hilarious, yeah. so brilliant, so fantastic. I just, I absolutely loved it. He was so yes, the whole, <laughs> uh, the whole episode when Luna was Sam, it, it was so cute. He was fantastic. Yeah. It, Sam Trammell was awesome. Oh my god! And then also, I want to know why she shifted into Sam, though. That's a question we were all asking. Yeah. Like, well, what had it been the reason how how had Tommy shifted into Sam? Well, it's if you've killed someone. Okay. You can shift into a human. Okay. So, so then. I killed another shifter. So, yeah. So then that becomes a question of how. Did she kill someone? Luna was Yeah, able yeah. To that's what. Yeah. She, remember, she said that last season. Okay. So, yeah. So she can, she can shift another human, but why did she spontaneously turn into Sam mm-hmm. and wasn't able to turn back? Yeah. Until Sam kissed himself. And yeah. that, and that, she, <laughs> and it's actually her. <laughs> That was right. a really great scene too. It was really, really warm and tender, and, and phenomenal special and effects. Funny. The fact that I never saw yeah. a separate at all. It really did look like the two of them were coexisting in real. That's phenomenal. I almost well wish he, SFX he, team. he still needed to solve his issues from a few seasons ago when we found out he was the bad guy. Because mm-hmm. when he was talking to himself, well, actually to Luna, and he could have been just talking to himself how to get over, it and all things are forgiven. I know I'm getting way too deep on it. That's really deep. Sorry. I just think it was funny that he kissed yeah. himself. She's like, she's like, it's way too deep. His butt was nice. His butt was awesome. <laughs> it was really cute. Um, <laughs> no, it is a, it is an odd thing. Like the the shifter thing. Like I find it funny that all of a sudden they're sniffing around. Like I don't remember there being quite as much sniffing yeah. in earlier yeah. seasons. But everyone's sniffing everyone. Yeah. All of a sudden, everyone's a bloodhound. It's like everyone ha- has the bacon lip balm on. It's weird. He's so happy. Look at him. Look at JC. And th- this whole time we've been talking, <laughs> all I've smelled is is eau de bacon. Oh my god! And what now is you're wrong smelling. With- your uh, I told Please you, don't get the-, the eau de bacon on me. I'm not even get the eau de bacon on you, but I'm just you know we're in, it's a wolf episode. I'm I'm feeling very all see. You have the today. same shirt that Joe Manganiello has. Apparently. He filled it out much can better we, than I. Can so. we talk about his butt? No, no, we're done. Okay, oh, we're I really on. think we should. We'll, oh, let's mm. halfway. Let's meet her halfway. Okay. We'll give you yeah. thirty seconds to talk about all seeds. Butt ready? Go. Oh my God, his butt was so hot. The two of you asked if he waxed it. I'm just pointing that out. Um, so they were looking at it. They were looking at it. <laughs> it was that was okay. If you're gonna have <laughs> werewolf sex, I'm a big fan of this. Did you see the werewolf sex? That was awesome. Ten seconds. Oh my God, his butt is awesome. And four, three, two, <gasps> one. Okay, you're done. Good. <laughs> Time. All right, but we can talk about werewolf sex. Yes, Let's we can't talk it. about that scene because because wow, yeah, he just wow, he tossed her like a frisbee. Yes, sure. he did. <laughs> that was how did that come? Okay, I, a few months ago, I read an article about Stephen directing this episode, and he said that the sex was going to be ridiculous. Yeah, it was going to be the, the best sex scene out of all the seasons of True Blood. Yeah, what? it was really. I didn't. Do you I think didn't, it's okay? Uh, I didn't find that to be the case. Oh, I did. What it was a little comical. No, it was awesome. I mean, he like jumped onto the bed and he's like, Because he's Come a wolf. On. And t- all right. So I'm the only girl here today, but Roth would back me up on this. And Roth, next week when you come on the show, I want you to back me up on this. Aggressive sex? Yes. Very good. Absolutely. Well, Eric and Nora had it, yes. But I'm talking about the best Yeah, but that, scene. Was, in a, that was in a cargo thing. But was that the best sex scene you've seen in True Blood? Yeah. Yes. What about the, what about the one where... Um, where Bill comes up from the grave and has sex with Sookie, Sookie from the grave. Eh. And he's dead. 
and he's in that dirt, and they're just he just, just pulls covered her, in not dirt. really turned Covers on by it. dirt. <laughs> nope, <laughs> nope. That was the best sex scene. Okay, hands well, okay. down. What if it was all seed coming through the grave, grabbing Sookie with the dirt? I'd make him shower first. Okay, all right, all right. That might just be an all seed thing with Jenna, but obviously. no, no, no. I love I lo- Eric, Bill. No, they're all very hot. They're all very, very hot gentlemen. But no, this but it was the it was the actual mechanics of the whole the thing. Mechanics, okay, very, gotcha. Very nice. Good to well, know. So now, uh-huh. what's going on with 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 Alcide? Obviously, <laughs> so I mean, that was just that scene was just the beginning of a whole Alcide bit. When I, I was, I'm, I'm ashamed to say, I'm kind of sad he got his butt kicked. That I'm was sad, sad he got to his see. butt kicked too, but I do think he's been consistent character wise. Yes, he keeps doing the right thing. Yeah. That's what everyone that was likes nice about. To see. Yeah, I'll see. That's who Elsie is. He mm-hmm. always right. does the right thing. The fact that the fact that the rest of the pack thinks that some guy who's on V and wants to hunt a man, well, yeah. a kid, and kill him, and not even for sport, because I mean, if he was using it as a ploy to get Elsie to back down, okay, fine. But then he's still going to do it. Right. That the fact that the rest of the pack is okay with that means they're idiots. Well, that also puts Martha now in a really weird. Like, let's see how she navigates. I like her. Her position, because obviously, uh, you know, she's a matriarch of that pack, but she obviously doesn't buy into the new JD. So, uh, you well, know, it'll be interesting. to give drugs to the yeah. kids. And we'll see, yeah. you know, now that she's also able to be part of Emma's life, we'll see how, it, you know, if she becomes an ally of Alcide as opposed to part of the pack. We'll see how her I think she's going to, yeah, uh, yeah I think she's going to be an Alcide ally. Hmm. I definitely think so. Completely moving over there. And we've always known that werewolves are not the sharpest the spoons in the drawer. The sharpest spoons? Exactly. Sure. That's ex- I think you mean knives. No, sure. No, 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 no. he said it on purpose. Sharp I did it on purpose. purpose. All right, that was good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. See? Okay. I like it. Eat nope. some chocolate. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to eat chocolate. Well, carry on. Yes. Well, I mean, I I think that, I think Martha is, has been a good person since the beginning, even mm-hmm. though she beat up Sam, you know, whatever. Well, but she was but doing, she, she was being protective. Yeah, she was right. being a mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I actually really like her. I, I think, and again, I know we say it every week, but casting was fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I think it's a little sad that JC is running everything. He, also, he's a very lovely actor. I got to talk to him on the red carpet, and he's hmm. so sweet. And his eyes are like incredibly freakishly blue. Oh really? Yeah, you can't really see it in the show, but it's like it's like Daniel Craig eyes. Gotcha. You can't blink. You're like, oh, it's weird. Yeah, they just pull you in. A little bit, yeah. Ooh, nice. Ooh. Oh, I love yeah. that you called him JC. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Weird. Well, well. All right, but but um. You think Alcide's going to win in the end, don't you? Yeah. It's, well, I don't think there's any other choice. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I, I mean, obviously, from the previews of next week's episode or, or the upcoming episodes, we see where they're tying in that whole V addiction of, of JDs and, and probably the packs mm-hmm. to bringing them back to Mr. Russell. Yeah. Um, so obviously that's going to go south. And I don't know if that entire pack is going to go south, but definitely the major players are, which will either mean that Alcide will take over and change things and make things better, hopefully, or... Maybe that pack is done and, and Alcide will find another place for himself. I like Alcide. I would take him in. Yeah. Totally I'm would. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with your first theory on <laughs> yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just figuring out how to get there. Exactly. You know. All right. Well, we have come to the portion of the show in which we discuss the authority. Cause hmm. they, and I wanted to leave this until the end because there okay. is so much to talk about. Yeah. Should we almost take a break? I feel like maybe we maybe should. Maybe we should take a break. Let's take a commercial break and then we'll come back Let's with the authority. The handle's Willie Bear. I'm a truck driving man, but I'm not that old school kind of truck driving man. No, I like to listen to podcasts while I'm driving through these great United States of ours. 
And my favorite podcasts in the world are from AfterBuzz TV. And why? Because <laughs> AfterBuzz TV is like a post-game wrap-up show for all your favorite TV shows. Like Jersey Shore, Dancing with the Stars, Mad Men, and a whole truckload more. I like listening to my Gossip Girl podcast, catching up with all my fellow fans and getting all the latest news and gossip. You know, I got some strong opinions. And AfterBuzz TV lets me share those opinions with thousands of other listeners. What a feeling. I used to doze off on those lonely stretches of road. And don't worry, I got the cruise control. But now I'm wide awake and listening to all the AfterBuzz TV goodness. <laughs> Check them out. Give them a holler. And tell them the old woolly bear sent you. Good old woolly bear. All right. JC is eating his back. bacon chocolate now. What is the verdict? Next week I'm sitting across you because I'm just, I've got nothing but bacon in my nostrils. Oh He's my breathing God. breathing bacon. How, what, is, breathed, what is the verdict home. on the bacon chocolate? Kind of tastes like human. <laughs> tastes like human. Oh my God. Honestly. Okay. You got to take a break every once in a while more often because mm. you come back with a thunder. So, oh, hell yeah. No, no, seriously. <laughs> oh, if, hell yeah. if I was Russell, I would think this would taste like a mighty fine human right now. I really do. I think this tastes like human. I'm not kidding. Okay, I believe you. Okay. I'm I'm disturbed. I'm disturbed. All right, let's talk about... All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Let's yeah. let's start off with how trippy they were right at the beginning of the episode. Peter Mensa, who I loved in Spartacus and still adore, hmm. tripping over a light bulb <laughs> was the funniest thing ever. He's like, "Oh my god, light!" Yeah. We've all been there, yeah. haven't we? Yeah. Um, but that was kind of awesome. Yeah. But what I want to know is how um, Eric snapped Bill out of it. Because did you notice that? Eric yes. was like, he was talking to Bill, and all of a sudden, Bill's not tripping anymore? Mm-hmm. What was that? I don't know. Like, I get that Eric was shocked out of it by seeing his Godric. maker, but yeah. I, I don't get how he snapped Bill out of it. Psychosomatic? Um, could be. Could be. I mean, I guess if you're drunk, somebody can say something to you, and you feel like you're sober, even though you're not. Um, but I, I hate, I feel so bad. I wasn't here last week. I'm sorry, but... Do you think that I'm just going to go back and tie it into this yeah, week sure. with the authority? Did they really see Lilith, or was that just them tripping? We don't think that they did. We don't think that yeah. they did because when Eric looked at Godric and then looked back up at Nora, the Lilith wasn't there. Good. Okay. So and that's what we he's trying think, to convince Bill of. Right. We think this he, is a hallucination when he sobers him up that in that quick split right. second. Right. Right. And Bill is a very powerful vampire, given his young age. Eric said that many times throughout mm-hmm. the season as well. So maybe that's what snapped him out. Just yeah, that's true. Now, can we talk about the guy with the weird ass face who likes to eat children? Did we Did we ever get an explanation of why he's got the weird ass face? They burned him, they burned him. It, but he's a vampire. But, but yeah, that's he what I was going to say. Heal. And now he's fed on little babies, so shouldn't he just be able to right. heal his face? I don't understand this. Why is he stuck in that in that, in that that mode? Yeah, guys, if you guys have theories on this or you know why, please or, yeah, let maybe us I miss know. Something. Call in, tweet us. I'm at Jenna Bush, B-U-S-C-H, like the beer, not the president. Mm-hmm. You guys? Uh, the everyday man. Wow, that was that's it? That's all you got? I'm the everyday no man on Twitter. Oh. Fantastic. I'm Yermonger at Yermonger, Y-E-R-M-A-N-G-U-R. Yeah, or leave it in the comments because we really would like yeah, to know what you think. Um, but Because I've never understood why he can't heal. Like, it made sense when he was in the prison mm-hmm. and they were constantly, yeah, they were constantly hitting brought- him with the UV. But now he's out and feeding on children. And so, and also, like, doesn't, I mean, it, what they said where he was like, I want a baby. And she's like, okay, go get him a baby. I was like, okay. I think we know what side is good and what side isn't. Yeah, yeah. I almost think they should have just said, like, 
dude, that's kind of weird. Even even though we even though f- I know, even right? though we're feeding on humans, just even though even that's a little creepy for us. And right. that would have been a cool little wink with not not even a wink, but just reflective of our a normal. Or make system. a joke about don't you want your your drink supersized or something like yeah. that. Like it was it was a little weird because it doesn't make any of those characters redeemable right. in any way. It almost me like almost like a pedophile vampire. Right, right, yeah. exactly. Like it doesn't make Nora redeemable that she let that go, no matter how strong her belief is. It just but I mean I'm sure that's on purpose that they are supposed to look like religious nuts. Mm-hmm. Um huh? I, maybe, I mean that's what I maybe think. Maybe we just answered the question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean but but, I mean, that does make uh, Nora irredeemable. It does. I mean, I think so. I mean, it certainly makes Salome irredeemable, but I think we already knew that. Well, so the, 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 the scene after, or that is to say, in the following scenes, Nora pretty much condemns herself when she basically tells Godric to do something bad to himself. Yep. Which Apologies. Will, yes. And, and, yeah. you know, and so at that point, you know, she, there's no turning back. She's, she's gone. Well, there's. I think there's always because if you say there's a character that has no path to redemption, then they're not really that interesting to watch anymore. Good point. You know, because if you've got somebody like say um, Russell, who we've learned um, or, or through different, I mean, for the red carpet and through different outlets, um, but he said to me, Dennis O'Hare said to me that you know he was going to change his whole idea about life mm-hmm. coming back. So he may he may end up being good. You have somebody like Steve Newland who went a completely different direction. So I think having the opportunity to go completely off off what the expected path is mm-hmm. is really the interesting thing about a character. But I mean, with Nora, I don't I don't know. I feel like Eric might want to try to bring her around. And she what she seems like to me is brainwashed. She doesn't seem like somebody who believes. It's, she seems like somebody who's brainwashed. I think why she keeps it. having to pray, maybe, to keep mm-hmm. herself. No one else does it. Yeah, that's true. That's I think she'll point. come back. I think when she's at the brink, she'll come back. Eric, Eric will bring her back. But I want to know what's Bill's role in all this. Yeah, yeah, Bill's an interesting case because, I mean, Bill's always been a good guy. But Has Bill's, he? But Bill's well, also. But Bill is, a, Bill is a very capable politician. Right. Yes. That's, or yeah, not, see, not, maybe not a politician is a weird way of putting it, but he's definitely when it comes to you know moral ground, he kind of navigates the the the, the bad and good sides of it a little more skillfully than say Eric, who's either completely bad or clubbers pretty, you over the head. Yeah. Yeah. Like exactly. Him. Exactly. So it's it's. I mean, it's a little bit disappointing for me to see. Bill do that but there's this weird part of us all of us I think that also thinks okay there's definitely something up his sleeve right, obviously right. he couldn't he couldn't possibly be like this all of a sudden yeah no but he was like this in season three when he became you know when he was playing both sides that's Bill as we find as it, season one he was the sweetest pie yeah. but as the seasons progress <laughs> as the seasons progressed you see so many layers on Bill there's he's nefarious he's got a lot of things going on underneath yeah. and I think we're going to find out we need more of his flashbacks so we're going to find out where, where points of his life where he turned right. where it made him jaded where he just said last at the, the last quote of the of this episode he's evolving mm-hmm. yeah that's what Roman said a few weeks ago about vampires evolving yeah so what's his play does he want, want to be the next Roman he's no longer he is he the king of Mississippi now that Russell's back what's going on mm. or does Bill want to go above Bill could just be just this power hungry guy that we've never really gotten to know but you see these moves he always goes goes big. He does. I'm gonna. I'm gonna guess that there is something behind this. Yeah. Um. But I will. But I'll leave it. I'll leave it open because we did see a flashback a bit about him possibly. You know, about him choosing not to change his daughter, unless. Well, we don't actually know. I mean, he may have. We didn't see the end of that scene. Yeah. So, because I, as I was watching that, I was wondering, are we gonna? Is his daughter gonna show up? 
Mm. Like, I don't know why I thought that, but you'll drive your mom crazy by saying that. I know, I know, but I wondered, I wondered. Um, but but well, it'll be interesting to see what he does. I I tend to think, and maybe it's just because I know the bill from the books, and I you know maybe I just I expect him to be playing a side, mm-hmm. you know, because um, if we were going to say it's the blood that corrupted them, then Eric would be corrupted as well. Well, here's a question. Why isn't Eric also navigating this world? Because it seemed that he was always well, he's always been presented as a self-serving vampire. And he's had he had political aspirations before Build It. He was originally the sheriff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so why isn't Eric why is Eric taking himself out completely? I, I have a theory on it. Um, yes. I just I think that he's he's evolved a lot over the seasons. I think after losing his memory, finding out that he wasn't 100 percent powerful, that people could do things to him, going through what he went through with Sookie, um, see it like everything that's changed with him having to deal with Pam, losing Godric, losing Godric. And that's the thing. That's the thing I think that shook him out of it. I see. Because he was fine before that and mm-hmm. self-serving enough. He followed them into the room. You know, they they came back. But I think it's seeing Godric because Godric, the first time we saw saw um, Sookie and Eric connect was when Godric died and she came over and he was sad sitting on the bed and she came over and put her hand on his shoulder and that's the first time we saw him crack ever so I think it was Godric and I think it's Hmm. now seeing Godric again that's gonna that's gonna change him but I think it's been a progression I really do Hmm. Eric, Eric, and Bill are never on the same page. I yeah. mean, we had the bromance the first half of this season. That was adorable. Yeah, but they're well, we, always... we can't we can't say that the bromance is over though. That's the thing. It just may be that Bill isn't debriefing Eric on his intentions, mm-hmm. but then Eric right. will come into play when Bill's like, "Okay, so here's what I was trying to do." Right. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, that's that's at least what we're hoping for because their bromance was such a great part of the season. Right, and they may have spoken and they just played it. Well, I don't know. Then Eric wouldn't have been like, well, "What are you doing?" You know, when he asks him at the very, very end. Before yeah. he's, and that's why when he delivers the evolving line. Yeah, but there were other people around. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Keeping it close to vest. Come on. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Could be. Could yeah. be. I'm not sure. Um, so what do you guys think of the um, authority storyline overall? Because a lot of people have been really kind of annoyed with it. I actually like it. I think it's really cool. I'm still mad about Christopher Maloney, but then everyone's mad about Christopher Maloney. So, well. What are you going to do? I loved him. Uh, I actually enjoy the storyline. I kind of wanted to see this world and possibly this storyline in the first season when they set up the authority. And then they went different directions, as we've discussed over the last few seasons. So to see now vampire-human relations the way they set it up in the beginning is really cool for me to watch. It's a little overwhelming because now we're talking about big time and we're, we're going global. They're talking about activating all the cells and, and you know, taking down all the true blood factories. So oh. it, this is, this is yeah. like a big, it's not like, an, it's not Bonton anymore. It's not yeah. even Louisiana. We're, we're doing the whole globe. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how they, ch- how they handle that in, this, in the scope of just a show. Yeah. You know? now, now I have a question. I don't know if you guys know this. How many vampires are there in the world? Did we? I don't know. But we I don't know, know that. But we're there um, in a minority, supposedly. Well, right? at one point, um, Romans said that there were like a thousand humans for, for every one. vampire. Right. Okay. So, I mean, you could just make more. <laughs> True. <laughs> you could do that. But, um, but I mean, I. Here's, here's a question for you guys. The fact that Bill came up with that idea about the true blood factories, do you do you think that, I mean, does that sound like it's part of a plan? Like a the, nefar- totally. Yeah, like totally that to like- me sounds like he's got something up his sleeve. Yeah. What? What could be up his sleeve? He was the biggest proponent of true blood. No, but I mean, but he has a plan. There's something going on. He, Bill, what's like- your plan of dying over here? <laughs> he's luring the authority into a trap, perhaps. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. Bill is always two, three steps ahead. He is always. I'm going to call up Bill on the cell phone real quick and ask him <laughs> what he's doing. Um, can I just point something out quickly? Yes. Stephen Russell. Totally adorable. <laughs> totally so cute. So yeah, we so you guys called that in the beginning when you know he could definitely take the and place. And Dennis O'Hare lied to me mm-hmm. to my face. That's messed up. How could he ever? Well, Michael McMillan came over and they were doing a little dance on the carpet <laughs> for me, which was so cute. Um, and and I said these two, these two, and he was like, no, 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 Dennis O'Hare, you lied to me. You mm. lied to me. Come on the show and make it better. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> we knew that one was coming. Yeah, yeah it's I mean. so cute though. I love it. So so much. Also, more Steve, please. Yes. More Steve Newland. Yeah. I want him to dance again. I want people to send me gifts of him dancing. <laughs> <laughs> like those little, yeah. those little, those little memes or something, or like a little. What is it? Uh, it's a gif. A gif. Yeah. Thank you. A gif. A gif of Steve Newland dancing. Yeah. yeah. That's what we need. So Fans send us that for sure. Please. <laughs> Sorry, that was just, I just had to say that. Um, oh, yeah. Also, Russell had one of the best lines of the week. Um, God has the most beautiful tits I've ever seen. Yeah. Yes, I said that. Yeah. Yes, wow. I said it. It was a quote. You know, it was a quote. Absolutely. I totally quoted it. Yeah. No, yeah. We're all ear sugar lumps. That's the one I remember <laughs> yeah. towards the end. Oh, God. Andy, and Andy's got great lines. Oh, yeah. Every, every, every time he, tell, he insults somebody, I'm like, is that, is that yet another two words stuck together to make an insult word? That's fantastic. Oh, which one was it? Would you like to say it? Well, doesn't he say fox dick to the, to the guy? He's like, oh, that's, I don't even, I never would have thought to put those two words together. I'm going no, to just I throw that out there. No, I have to say, I've never thought to put those two words together either. Stackhouse, Jason had a couple, had had one good line too. I, I just blanked on it. It was. Oh, I can't what? remember. Was it with Suki? No, yeah, when he, when it, when they're, when they're doing the debriefing with, uh, with Claude. And uh, oh god, I just blanked on. It. I'm ridiculous. Guys, if you I'm, remember, I'm looking, yeah, looking yeah, yeah. It was, he's <laughs> like, Twitter. I don't give a what the heck was he? Did you he know, say? Oh, um, 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 a twirly, a twirly something. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a twirly. Let's see. Oh, um, okay. So um, Jay Armisen Bell said, "Is there more than one authority? Maybe they'll come in later." Yeah. That- Interesting. I mean, there could be other. Cha- I get the feeling that this is the the single authority. That this is it. Uh-huh. Um, and that they've got branches, Off- offices around okay. the world. Right, right. But that this is the main authority. Um, could Warlow be involved? Could be. Could be. Goes- yeah, guys. Do you have any theories on Warlow? Just send them. Because yeah, we're came out of left field, man. We're just look because they tie everything in. So nothing is done for for no apparent reason. There has to be a reason yeah, he's why. He's got to be connected to something. Yeah, they're always, they always are. He has to be. Also, can we not use bloody band aids? That was really gross. <laughs> Sorry, it was gross. <laughs> It's gross. I, I just it's been in three episodes now. <laughs> like, Didn't know this. So let me get this straight. You watch the show, and the thing you, the peeve you've got about it is the bloody the band-aid. band-aid. Yes, I'm telling you. I don't care that they've got it all over their faces. I just don't want to see a bloody band-aid. It's gross. Okay. So what did we learn this episode about Jenna Bush? Let's see. Uh, she does not like band-aids. Bloody band-aids. Do not. She loves all seed butt. Yep. Yes, and, I do. And let's see. And last but not least. She I have not me- eaten bacon in 25 years. Wow. After Buzz TV exclusive. <laughs> nice. Love that that's exclusive. You know, one thing I wanted, you you guys brought up Andy real quickly. I know yeah. we're just ending up kind of jumbled here, but Andy, why is it every time you see him, he looks more buff? Like, literally, is he turning, going to turn it's working into something? Out. It's working out. But why? There's got to be a reason why. I don't think they can ever really change Andy because he is one of the only humans still left in the town. Yeah. I mean, who else is human? I mean, well, and not a witch or Terry? something like that. 
Terry. Well, yes, but yeah, Terry. Yeah, Terry's human, and Arlene is human. Yeah. All right, so oh, we I should say for a, predictions. There, there, oh, yeah. Well, there is, I That's think, a, a hint of, or that is to say, an element of the fact that Andy is a little more tough than he used to be, mm-hmm. and that that tough that attitude okay. of his is maybe playing out in his his stature, his demeanor, his the way he carries himself, which I would think would be totally possible. I was just wondering just why that that, that choice was made. You know, why he started just buffing out, and it, it makes sense now that you explained it like that. Yeah, that's what I was just trying to figure. There has to be a reason. Mm-hmm. I I believe everything in this show is done for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Even, oh, yeah. even Terry buffing up. I mean, um, Andy buffing Andy up. Andy buffing up. Hey, guys, I have a question. Do you remember a few seasons ago, the end of the season when Renee showed up? Mm-hmm. What happened to that? Yeah. <laughs> and there's tr- silence. No, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to remember the exact quote yeah. about um, Terry being dangerous. Yeah. Right? He's, Wasn't he going to, like, inhabit him or something? I don't know. Uh, you're going to make me go watch end of season two. It was no season four. Sorry, season four. Was it? I thought it was season three, the end of season it was, three. It was season four, The Witches, when everyone that's came right, up. That's right. That's right. Okay, so so where did he go? Where well, did he go? I, I don't know that he I don't know that he went somewhere particularly, but it's got to be one of those storylines at that point when you think, okay, well, whether or not it's gone, let's just put it on a back burner. Again, that's what storyline number 556. Because we, we can't fit anything else no, in the season. No, I think it was... <laughs> In that episode, all the spirits came up and mm. they went away. Yeah, and he was one of them. I think it was just it was just a foreshadowing for what Arlene was going to have to deal with this season with Terry. Mm. I think that was it. I don't think I don't think actually I do not think there's any more behind that with Renee. Interesting. What do you guys think about this? Let us know. Leave them yeah. in comments. Tweet us. Um, and obviously Terry and, and Patrick now. Yeah, so now what? they have to kill Two men it. enter, one man leaves. Oh, That's, my God. I was saving God. it for predictions. This <clears throat> was so... Well, we can do predictions. Yeah, let's, let's do, do predictions. predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. <laughs> you're still sniffing. Yeah. Still sniffing. Oh, before we do this, um, uh, Jay Arm- um, Emerson Bell says maybe he's Sookie's real father about the uh, the vampire. Yeah, ooh. But he would have had to be human. So then she's what? Then she's half part human, part vampire, and part fairy? You know, that's an a interesting qu- point because, and this technically would be a prediction, if if that is the case, that makes sense of why she could jump into him as well. Um, right. And she didn't, because she didn't jump into her dad. She mm. jumped into, that's a really interesting point. Huh. So maybe this is why she can see vampires too. And is that why that her blood is also so intoxicating? Well, no, I mean, because he wouldn't have been able to have kids once he was a vampire. So he would have had to do it while he was still human. And then maybe was turned into a vampire. And then maybe that was their foster dad or something like that. Or maybe she remarried after. Yeah, or maybe she just stepped out on him. I don't know. We're reaching. No, but I mean, it's certainly certainly interesting because there has Mm. to be some reason that she can jump into vampires as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, if they're related in some way then that would make sense. Unless they bring about some sort of thing where she has obviously had that connection with Bill Mm -hmm. and therefore that is, uh, you know, we haven't set up the fact that any other fairy has had that same connection Mm -hmm. so maybe that's why she's able to relate. In the books, there is a little adultery, I won't say any in her past, in the Uh family. So I'm not going to, you know, say much more than that. But um, You got me thinking. It's not, it wasn't, it wasn't her mom and dad, but um, but it's, you know, I mean obviously the fairy blood and all that. So, Hmm. I mean that got in there somehow. But, also, Claudine knows him and knows him by name. So, there's and some that of the too. fans are already referring that there was a relationship between Woodlow and Claudine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. there's something there like little hanky panky. Hmm. Yeah. So, all right. You know what? That would be very interesting. It's a very, very good point. All right. Now, do your prediction because I just, I just totally. No, 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 no. I think it. we were. It's about Terry and Patrick. How one of them, you know, like you said, one has to go. Yeah. I think 
Terry's going to be the selfless one, and somehow he's going to sacrifice himself. No! We've only got four episodes left. No, I love Terry. It's building up to that. I I love Terry. And someone's got to go this season. Don't get rid of Terry. I love him. I love him, too. Sorry, I sound really whiny, but I do. (laughs) I do. Um, Devin um, Priester says it was Halloween, so the spirits were easy to communicate with. Um, Yeah, that that totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. Although it would be interesting to see him come back because his accent was just awesome. I loved his Cajun uh-huh. accent. It was really cool. Yeah, that's the only thing I got this week, I think, is just that the, uh, the upcoming exit of Terry. You may, be, you may be right about that. I, I hope it's not the case, but it does. It would make sense. Yeah. Um, but but I want to say he's got kids and Arlene. Arlene. I don't know. I'm just... I'm I'm hoping because I mean Scott Foley's new and Terry's been around and we love Terry. Don't kill off Terry. I don't. I mean Scott Foley's a nice man. I'm sure, but I just don't. I don't think Scott Foley will stick around after this season either. I think somehow yeah. he'll leave, but I'm but I think Terry's gonna you know sacrifice himself for the greater good of all. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, well, we don't really have news this week, so next week. Next, next week. week, I'll bring you guys some stuff. Yes. All right, guys, thank you so much for watching. Make sure you go to iTunes, subscribe, and make sure you rate us well, please, because we love you. Um, Make sure you follow us on Twitter at AfterBuzzTV. You can follow me at at Jenna Bush, B-U-S-C-H, like the beer, not the president. You can follow me at Yermanger, Y-E-R-M-A-N-G-U-R. And don't forget to tune in Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. This week it's at 8 for Real Housewives of New York City. Okay. And you can find me at The Everyday Man. And if you're still into that love stuff after tonight, check me out on Bachelor Pad tomorrow. There's no love. Just a lot of games. Oh, and um, Roth and I will be doing the Doctor Who show coming up very, very soon. We'll have lots of special guests. So very, very excited about that. Nice. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you you so much for tuning in, everybody. Doctor Who? Woo! Awesome. Dude. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.